Our chapter for today is 1 John chapter 3. John spends the entirety of this chapter emphasizing the lifestyle of, of a professing Christian. It's sounding very familiar at this point, is it not? He has, in previous chapters, stressed the holiness of God himself and consequently the holiness that is required of those who belong to him. In this chapter, he's going to supplement that argument with a reminder that the day is surely approaching when we will see the Lord face to face. And that should influence now how we should live here in the present time. So let's let's take a quick look at the chapter. Back in chapter 1, uh, John stressed the importance of walking in the light. Why? Because God, because he is in the light, John 1, 1 John 1, 7. So in the first chapter, John urged Christians to walk in holiness and godliness on the basis of God's own holiness and our claim to belong to him. So if God is holy and we claim to belong to him, ought we not also to be holy like him? Well, now in chapter 3, he's still emphasizing the same thing, though now he adds another basis for the command. Not only are we to be holy because God himself is holy, but we are to be holy because soon, one one day soon, we'll, we'll see him face to face in perfect, brilliant holiness. Moreover, he says in 1 John 3, 2, in that day, when that day comes, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. So John here is saying that in addition to the simple fact that God is holy and therefore you and I ought to be holy as well, we ought to be holy also because perfect holiness and righteousness is the final goal for us in God's plan of salvation for us. We call that glorification. And if in the end, when we see him face to face, we're going to be perfectly holy and glorified in the presence of God, the imperative now and every moment until that one ought to be one of incrementally greater holiness in our lives. Holiness is not an extra optional feature of some Christian lives, but is the very essence of what every Christian life is being made to be. Well, secondly and finally, there are some statements in this chapter that have been a source of some confusion to some. For example, um, John says in verse 6, No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. <laughs> no one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Well, goodness. The extremely influential King James Version words verse 9 this way, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. Now, a Christian just glancing through this chapter might cross those verses and begin to break out in a hives or something. I mean, a nervous sweat. What is John saying? Is, it, is he really saying that a Christian doesn't sin and even cannot sin? And that if we do sin, we don't know God? That sure sounds like what he's saying. But what are we to do with that? Well, the best guide, again for interpreting the Bible is the Bible itself and, the, and specifically the surrounding context. Don't just read a verse. Read the paragraph. And don't read the, just the paragraph. Read the chapter. And don't just read the chapter. Read the letter. <laughs> and so forth and so on. In this instance, if we really took John to say in these verses that real Christians don't sin and in fact cannot sin, then he would be flatly contradicting his own statements from the first chapter. Recall that in the first chapter, John made bold statements such as, John, 1 John 1, 8, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Verse 10, If we say that we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. 
laying strong emphasis on the continual acknowledgement and repentance of sin. With that in mind, knowing that John is not, he's not an idiot and the Holy Spirit who inspired the letter is, is, is infinite in his knowledge and wisdom, we should, be, we should really understand 1 John 3, 6 and 9 in that, should we in, understand it in that over, overly literal and wooden way that, that a real Christian doesn't sin at all? No. John's emphasis in chapter 3 is, content, is he's talking about a continual careless lifestyle of sinning in the Christian life with no real desire to turn away from it and walk in holiness. That isn't Christian, and he's right about that. And those are just a couple of thoughts from 1 John chapter 3.